0: everyone, welcome back to another Pitt Sports Podcast. My name is Brian Sherry.
1: And I'm Jermaine Sykes.
0: And today we're going to be doing a rundown of the Pitt uh, football season so far. Um, the Panthers are coming off a road loss to North Carolina, and they'll be preparing for Syracuse uh, this weekend. Jermaine, what, did you, what were your thoughts about the uh, game at North Carolina? How, what did you feel about it?
1: So the Panthers came into the game uh, sitting at 4 and three uh three losses. I, w- I know that they wish they could get back. Uh, the Tennessee loss doesn't look too bad in hindsight as Tennessee moved up this week to the number two team in the country. Uh, and They have a chance to be number one as they have a battle against number one Georgia this upcoming Saturday. So that loss doesn't look too bad in hindsight. But the losses against Georgia Tech and on the road uh, against Louisville were inexcusable. So the Pens looked to right their wrongs, and uh, it didn't go well. At least the fourth quarter didn't go well. The Panthers had a twenty four to fourteen lead late in the third quarter. But uh, they let up a touchdown to North Carolina and then they were outscored twenty one to zero in the fourth quarter. Uh send up losing forty two to twenty four. Um uh junior running back, Ezio Banakenda continues to be the best player on the team, uh another one hundred and thirty yard plus performance and two touchdowns. But our pat the Pit the Panthers' passing game has completely disappeared. Um, transfer of Keaton Slovis as, as it hasn't performed to the expectations of the, uh, with the fans and what the team thought he would this year. And I get it, he's no Kenny Pickett, but I think everyone expected a little better out uh, of this passing offense, especially when you have receivers like Jared Wayne uh, and Bob Means who put up pretty good performances. But when you complete 14 passes in a game, you can't expect to win, especially in the ACC. Uh, a lot of that falls on offensive coordinator Frank Cignetti, Jr. Um, he definitely has a different style than former offensive coordinator Mark Whipple, but uh, you got you got to know when things aren't going right and how to fix it. This Panthers team was the ACC champions last year, and now we're sitting at four and four, and we have to win two of our remaining four games to even be bowl eligible. So this is a big this is a big fall off. Uh, I don't think the loss of Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison. Uh, can excuse this follow.
0: No, and I'm going back to their four losses. I, I don't think there was a single game where they just completely got like blown out or anything. I mean, those four were winnable games. Um, you know, you look at the North Carolina game going into the fourth quarter with a lead and then giving up 21 unanswered points. That's just, it, it's unexcusable. Um, the defense, uh, I think the defense is a solid unit. Um, I think they're the one, one of the bright spots on the team just, last year I, I know they're not as good as they were last year, but I do think that they are a solid unit. I think it all falls back on the offensive the passing game. Uh rush obviously a can is amazing. Um but when you're when you're giving out like three and outs, like the defense needs time to rest. And when you're going one, two, three straight without a first down, you're just not like the defense is not gonna be in a position where they can prevent scores. So, I think that definitely has a, a lot uh, to do with the defensive performance this year.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I get uh, Coach Nettie's game plan to some extent because we have one of the best backs in the country in Abanacanda. And he's still the ACC leader in rushing yards. So, I get it. You want to feed your bell cow. But at the same time, when you're going against a high-powered offense like North Carolina and Drake May and all the receivers that they have, um, if you look at. How many times North Carolina ran the ball compared to us? We ran the ball 30 times, um, and they also ran the ball 30 times, but 14 of them came from their quarterback. So 14 of those rushes or scrambles or designed QB runs. Basically, they're not feeding their running backs. And in the fourth quarter, when they were they were able to stay in the game because they were able to complete the, the long ball and the big play. And that, that was always a strength of the Panthers, especially last year. Um, and like I said, we don't have same playmakers or the same quarterback, but you always have to have a big play in the playbook that you can pull out when your team's needed. And this year, we just don't have
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, now I want to turn to Saturday's game against Syracuse. Um, kickoff is at 3.30 at AccuSure. Um And one thing I want to point out about the Syracuse team is uh, we've been talking about earlier how the Pitt passing game has not been great this season. Uh, Syracuse has the number one pass defense in the ACC and number three in the country. So if if you're looking for a game where Keaton Slovis is going to turn things around, Saturday's probably not that game, unfortunately. Um, Syracuse has a really, really good defense, uh, number one in the ACC defensively. Better than teams than better than teams like Clemson and uh, NC State, who we thought were going to be some of the best teams in the country on defense. Um, and another thing I want to point out is Syracuse is very very efficient on both sides of the ball, something that Pitt is not. Uh, they're third in the ACC in offensive efficiency and second in the ACC in defensive efficiency. So I, I think I think Syracuse. Um, Coming into this game, the one thing that I've noticed about them is they're just a better version of Pitt. Um, they're rush. I, I think I think rushing, uh, we do have the upper the upper hand. Uh, however, Sean Tucker, Syracuse's running back, is second in the ACC in rushing. Obviously, first is uh, Israel Abanacanda, but it's very very close. Um, Garrett Schrader has had a breakout year for the Orange. Uh, he was pretty great. Uh, it's unclear if he's going to be starting on Saturday, which would definitely change the uh just the whole landscape of the game coming in. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think Syracuse is a, they've coming into the year they no one really predicted them to do anything. I think they were projected to be at the bottom of the ACC, um, but they've really impressed a lot of people this year. Um, almost took down Clemson um, last week. They they fell to North uh, Notre Dame rather. Um, but yeah, they've been really, really solid. They've beat teams that we have lost to, like Louisville. Um, so, Jermaine, what do you what do you think about Syracuse this year?
1: I think I think, like you said, Syracuse is really similar to um, Pitt this year. Um, both teams have <laughs> in common that they're coming off two straight losses, so they definitely want right to write that. Um, I think coming out of the, coming out of the bye week, um, the two losses is a bad bad stretch for Pitt, but I think in this game at home, this is the first home game in almost a month for Pitt. I think the fans are going to come out and Ecclesiore will be rocking. But at the same time, we this game is about between the two ACC rushing leaders. And while Abandon Canada has a lead in both rushing yards and touchdowns, I, I just don't know if the Pitt front seven is strong enough. Um, and I don't know if, if we get down by whether it be turnovers or just We're just down at the end of the game. I don't think we have the passing game to survive and come back um, like late in the game. And this Syracuse team is good. They're, they're still ranked um, in the country. And they've had two, I would say, not good losses, but Notre Dame has upset a, a, a few teams this year. Um, while losing to Clemson, I think Clemson is the fifth, team in, fifth ranked team in the country now. So It's not a bad loss. I don't know. I think this game is going to be big for the coaching staff. Uh, I know everyone still has um, Coach Narduzzi and high hopes because he just led us to our first ACC championship. I think this is a big game for him. I think he has to come out with a statement game, and we have to figure out the offense. So, honestly, I don't think we pull it out this Saturday. But like I say, at home with the student section rocking, you never know.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it depends on if uh, Orange quarterback Garrett Schrader can play. Um, If he does play on Saturday in full capacity, I know Syracuse has a a couple other injuries. Um, I know a few of their secondary are questionable, but if Garrett Schrader is healthy and in full capacity, I do not see Pitt winning this game. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be something like a 38 to mid-teens, like, 38-17 38 to 17 uh, victory for the Orange. What's your score prediction, Jermaine?
1: Uh, I'm going a low low scoring game. I'll go more of a 24 to 14 game. I I just don't think we'll be able to get the run game going. And I think if they're able to, I think this week in practice, all the Orange have to do is say, Let, "How can we stop the run?" And once they do that, they pretty much they pretty much uh pretty much win the game from there because you stop the run, which no team has been able to do besides West Virginia. So I guess it's easier said than done, but if you can key in and stop Israel, and abandon Canada, you can easily win the, win this game. So I'm going more of a 24 to 14 game.
0: Yeah, um, and now I want to move in. How we do some hot takes? Um, Jermaine, do you have any hot takes on this uh, pit team this year?
1: Yes, I do. Coming into coming, I have a couple. Coming into the season, uh, the first few games, it looked like um, our defensive backs took a step from last year, but honestly, they have not at all. Every week, I feel like we're getting beat, whether it's I, – I feel like uh, I saw something uh, on social media this week, is that Pitt cornerbacks always have their back to the ball. And I guess with our defensive uh, our defensive game plan is press man concepts, but our, I feel like our defenders cannot guard any of the opposing team's receivers, except for, obviously, Eric Hallett, um, the second – He's named the Thorpe Award semifinals, but he, I think he's the one bright spot in the pit secondary. And also, I think we have a pretty overrated front seven. If you want to be honest, I think Kalaji Cansey has continued his success from last year. But other than that, uh, John Morgan has had some success, and other players have stepped up. Savashea Dennis, but as a group, we expected better, and they have not been performing. Do you have any hot takes, Brian? Uh,
0: yeah, I have two, and they're both uh not very good. Um, my first one is that Pitt will not make a bowl game this year. Um, if you look at their, right now they're sitting at four and four, they need two more games to get a bowl appearance. Um, and if you look at their remaining schedule, it is going to be very, very difficult for them to get those two wins. Um, obviously this Saturday, they have a game against number two Syracuse, and then they have a game against Virginia on the road. Um, Virginia is always a solid team. Uh, almost beat us at home last year. It was a very close game. Um, And then the next week, they have Duke at home. Um, Duke has been a breakout team this year. Uh, They've been really, really solid. And then their final game is Miami on the road. Miami has been – they haven't lived up to expectations kind of like us this year, Um, but Miami always gets the better of us. Um, I I don't know if we're going to be winning that game. So, yeah, I don't see us making a bowl game this year.
1: Um, well, to reply to that, um, I, I think you're right, honestly. Uh, if you look, at, like you say, if you look at the schedule, we have four games remaining. Uh, two are at home, so the Syracuse and Duke games are at home. Uh, I think maybe we can pull the Duke game out. I don't think we pull the Syracuse game out, but we're going on the road against a Virginia and the Miami team who also may be fighting for a bowl game. As Miami sits at four and four, uh, Virginia sits at three and five, so they'll really need that game uh, next week. Especially they lose this week. I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't see a ball game in our in our future either. And I think it's just sad. It's kinda deflating as a as a franchise or as a as a team. Uh, coming off your best season in history. And we had some big losses in the off season. But this is not how you respond to that. So I agree, Brian. I don't think we can make a bowl game either.
0: Yeah, my uh my second uh hot take
1: is um
0: I think this off season we might need to reevaluate uh some of our coaching staff. Um I know Frank Signetti, this is his first year here and I wanna give him the benefit of the doubt, but he's not really lived up to expectations. Um this offense is is, is pretty stale this year, um, compared to last year. Uh, I know Mark Whipple isn't doing too hot right now in Nebraska, but um Whatever he did last year, it just clicked for the offense, and I, I really think Mark Whipple was the reason why we had a lot of the successes we did. I think his offensive game plan really just it just fit with the team. Um.
1: I, th- I think it fit in the ACC. The ACC has always been known for a high high powered offense. Uh, teams in the Big Twelve and in other other conferences, here, they're known for running the ball and having a high power running game. Big Ten is really known for that. We're in the ACC. We're known for Clemson having Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson and North Carolina having Mitch Trubisky, And, like, this high-powered Louisville having Lamar Jackson. Like, high-powered offense. Sorry, one more. Virginia Tech having Michael Vick. This is historically a high-powered offense um conference, and you can't come out and run the ball 30 times a game. Uh, and you can't expect to win that way if you don't, if you cannot rely on your passing game at all. So, yeah, I think uh, I definitely think we need to address the coaching staff. I think Narduzzi is good because I I believe in him as a coach, but I think both coordinators, I won't say the hot seat, depending on how we finish the season, but they definitely should be questioned, and I definitely want to see Signetti uh, address uh, his plans going for the future.
0: Yeah, and I mean, in no way am I uh, advocating for. The Narduzzi I think I think we really just need to reevaluate our expectations for them um you know Narduzzi obviously last year was phenomenal but if you look at his record before that um he has one win in a bowl game uh, against Eastern Michigan in 2019 uh losses at the military bowl the pinstripe bowl the sun bowl and the peach bowl um if if Pitt continues down the path they're on right now this will be his second losing season in his tenure at Pitt so um, I think he's a great coach I think he's a great recruiter um, uh, n- next year's class I think is going to be pretty good uh, bringing a lot of good recruits but uh, I think we just need to reevaluate our expectations for this team and this program moving
1: forward uh, definitely and I think the I think like you said I think the sad part about it is that last year your expectations were just so high you have the best we have the best season in our almost our program's history obviously besides the national championships, but the best season in at least the last decade and a half um and you just expect more you know you expect you yeah last year we were led by two great players but you would just expect more from the team you would expect the team to want to repeat that success you would expect the coaches to have to want to uh show that they they were the they were the um reason behind our success so yeah uh, i think we have to we have to find a way to end this season i think we have to try to make a bowl game i think we have to try to win the bowl game to salvage this season
0: yeah obviously definitely making failing to make a bowl game after making a new year six appearance last year would just be
1: great for our program Um, I think it's bad for recruits I think it's bad for future recruits I don't know how I think if you look uh, last year recruits were here every week basketball games football games the program was blooming and this year how can a recruit want to come to a team who's who just completely flips whose program completely flips in a year Uh, so
0: Yeah, so uh, not a lot of good news here. Uh, Sorry for the bad news. Um, But I think that's going to wrap it up here. Um, Again, my name is Brian Sherry. I'm Jermaine. And thank you for listening.
1: This is a production of the Pit News, the University of Pittsburgh student newspaper. The outro music is Awakening Instrumental by Waterboy from Pixabay. (laughs) If you're interested in hearing more stories, you can visit our website at pitnews.com or check out our weekly print editions at any of the various Marks locations around campus. Thank you for listening and have a great day.